Welcome to Upstage Downstage with him, Richard Platt, seated in the upper circle. And him, Stephen Reed, typically seated in the cheap seat. This is the Theatre Podcast, where we discuss productions we've seen, things we've liked, and may not have liked, giving our complete unprofessional and non-biased opinions. So grab a brew, take a seat, and, and let's raise, raise that, that curtain. On today's episode, we'll be discussing Sylvia. Richard saw this production at the Old Vic Theatre on the 8th of February 2023. Following its 2018 run as a work in progress piece, Kate Prince's Sylvia is back where it all began for its world premiere, uniting dance, hip-hop, funk and soul to shine a light on a remarkable moment in history, with original music by Josh Cohen and DJ Wald. So Richard, what's it all about? This revolutionary story celebrates the life of Sylvia Pankhurst, feminist, activist, pacifist, socialist, rebel. The lesser known Pankhurst at the heart of the suffragette movement, who changed the lives of working women and men across the world. But first, Richard's post-show opinion. This powerful musical retelling gets my vote. So with all that said, Let's set the scene. So, Richard, you went to see Sylvia at the Old Vic Theatre, I believe. Yes. Would you like to tell me all about the set? Well, or the set s- the scene? Well, talk to me about the production, but well, set yeah. the scene. Well, I mean, the set was a, if you imagine, just a picture frame of a production where we were reliant really on projections. So you'd got almost a white box on stage that was a just the proscenium arch was just outlined by one big white box but actually what it turned out to be it was actually signed at the bottom so it was like Emmeline Pankhurst's picture frame of a piece of art that she'd done so within that box you'd got levels of staging so you'd got almost an amphitheater in the way that the the staging was set up around the actual the main area of the performance space so you'd got sort of steps up both sides stage left and stage right but then almost seated big steps all the way up to the where you could see the band at the back so basically the band were always on stage at the back behind a screen but that screen also was a projection screen so everything was almost done in a very gray dark paint so everything really just was quite subdued and quite dank really and i think that was that was the the aim of this so it was it was almost this this sketchbook looking production really so So do you think it was more stylized in the terms of the color palette to represent what uh, i I think it was to to represent the use of i'd say almost paper textures or things that was like it was almost like scribblings on a chalkboard or it was that sort of that sort of style there was there was very the palette was very much was it just black and white black and white unless yeah. they used a strong red color and that was yeah. it really they didn't really use anything else on stage they didn't go even the projections were all in that style so that mm. that sort of sets the the sort of look of it really you know it's almost in a sepia tone as well so it's very much okay. black and white yeah. and sepia. you can t- try to sort of roughen the edge up really so it was you know yeah so that was but in, in essence it was a, a setting of the staging you could tell was going to be a versatile set that certain pieces or prop pieces or boxes became other pieces of furniture or things like that so it wasn't mm. there was no furniture used in this production it was all done using the the sort of boxes and things on stage all right and this being a new piece of writing um how did you feel it uh, stacked up and well i thought it was 
for me, the production was very cleverly done. It's a musical, isn't it? It's a musical, yeah. yeah. It's actually done, uh, it's been put together by the same person that did um, Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Oh, so right. it's done by the same same person. But if you'd see this production against that one, you wouldn't put them together. It's very interesting, as in, you know, there's, there's two very distinct styles of production. Yeah, because something about Jamie just screams colour. Yeah, colour and vibrancy. And I think that's why it's quite nice to see this. And it, it also excites me about that, the the sort of way this has been produced against that because it must be such a joy to do something very different you know and I think that was key and it's been something that's been worked on for quite some time but I think this is probably at its most confident and maybe where they've hit the right spot and the right note on actually making this piece of musical theatre it was about Sylvia Pankhurst so it was written about the lesser known Pankhurst because everybody is aware of Emmeline Pankhurst and the, the votes for women the activism that she she did, but Sylvia is actually her daughter. Mm. So this musical say centered is it just around continuing the fight. Is it? Well, it's actually or it's is it a it's thing? parallels. It's actually what you're seeing is you're seeing her her mum in the time period going through things with her daughter being part of that activism and that storyline. So you're not just seeing Sylvia Pankhurst in her entirety. You're actually seeing her mum go through all those processes and all the things in history from from the early nineteen from 1903. You're seeing it go all the way through to so talk nineteen twenty eight. So you're covering quite a quite a big yeah. span. But you're seeing the change between the you know between the two strong characters, if it were, you yeah. know, you know that it's led on to the next sort of generation. So I think this was well written and the songs were well done. Because I suppose one thing to mention, this was done by a predominantly black cast and it was almost like, for me, it, it sort of didn't matter about the history. It didn't matter about the history of the... Of the, with, the movement. With, yeah, the history of the movement and the depiction of white or black characters. This felt very fresh, but also historical in the same way. And I felt like it was telling a story but also educating the audience a little bit as to what actually happened at that time because I think everybody saw the headlines that Emmeline Pankhurst was the one that got votes for women and, and Emmeline Emmeline Pankhurst oh I thought it was Emily no Emmeline oh. yeah so Emmeline Pankhurst was the the one that everybody sees as the headline votes for women and you know and I think to also mention in that is towards a later life yes she got votes for women for elite women and women in standing but yeah. the general women of the population of England it was actually her daughter Sylvia that actually pushed through to get those votes for women for everybody. What time period was this? So we're talking well, ninety. We're talking the actual when all that started to happen was in wartime. So you're talking the sort 30s. of after the war. You're talking you're talking between the two world wars. This is where it all sort in of started set, yeah, to, to started to change. But it was actually a daughter that continued the movement because what actually transpired, Emmeline actually stood as a as a conservative councillor mm. towards the end of her life and actually stepped away from the movement. Yeah, and Sylvia took on the fight. So so this is why it actually is quite pinnacle in the in it's it's pitched in such a way that it, it educates and I think that was key by somebody sat next to me who was actually the, the lady that was sat next to me was on Wikipedia in the interval looking at the history of the of the movement and I think yeah. it, for me that says a lot if you sit there in the interval and you're starting to research what actually happened well you need to put things in context for you to understand it as well don't you yeah but also to because it's an educational piece and, you, and you I need think to 
make sure that you are fully aware that what they're portraying on stage is educational yes and not just their free will of whatever they want exactly. to, to write on the, for the stage and i think as well for me that's a, when something's hit it right is when if somebody in the audience is researching what's actually happened rather than what they have been brought up to understand or believe i think that's key they've they've hit the right note it's not necessarily that because i didn't feel like this production was any point of i didn't feel like it was a powerpoint presentation of what happened at the time i felt like it was very much about a production of it was a musical and you were seeing characters and people involved in that you were seeing all those sort of relationships i didn't feel like i was having facts thrown at me all the time so i think that was quite nice but you learned things throughout it i mm. thought that was it was cleverly pitched i think what about the numbers were there any standout pieces i think a lot of the music within this production was assisting the dialogue it wasn't just a song that it was a little bit like like we've talked about the the, the realms of blood brothers and things like that where the music is part of the play and part of the production it's not a it's not your sort of traditional musical that used as the songs just as light and lyrical it's actually helps progress the production so i think that was the key with this one so as a whole the piece i just thoroughly enjoyed how it was put together and the songs were very modern and very hip-hop and very driven by female vocals driven by a lot of interaction with everybody on stage and this was a very physical production because it stars beverly knight and then a lot of other people that i sort of recognized out of other musicals but this production because it was all very much blacks and greys and and the the performance costumes that they were wearing were all very subdued it was a different performance from a musical where it's all glitz and glam and bright and and sparkly and i mean some of the i mean one of the one of the main songs that is out there and i'll share a link on the social media post is the march women march where it showed the struggle and it showed that what they were fighting and different political parties different councillors that they were interacting with how they got into meetings and things like that to actually make their voice heard and i think there was also there was a few fun ones i mean one of the other ones that i picked out quite fun was suffragitsu which basically it was a it was a play on the fact that at certain points within within their activism they were taught to defend themselves because they were coming up against people that were pushing them back knocking them down attacking them in the streets because they were trying to go against the government and the and things and there was they they made they did some certain things where it's a little bit out like out of miscongeniality where they did self-defense for women it was that sort of musical interlude really and i think that that worked so um in terms of the directing for this piece how did you feel it fared in terms of uh, let's say if you were to compare it with other musical numbers i thought uh, with it being like a, a sort of a blank stage apart from the the cube yeah how did you think everyone worked on it i thought they worked fantastically well i think that something i'd say is there was a lot of use of the cast members to create crowd scenes and very male orientated scenes and things like that and that was done simply with costume they didn't actually change costume much but what they were cleverly doing is the women with long fitted black skirts and and sort of coats and things that they were wearing they'd actually lift most of their skirts up to create a, a shawl or a, a jacket and they were wearing trousers underneath so they gave the masculine feel to another part of the the thing where they were doing a maybe a, a, the, the churchill was stood at the top of the stage talking to his crowd and they simply changed it by only say emmeline pankhurst or sylvia pankhurst being in full full female dress and then they were all wearing trousers so it gave you enough enough of a moment to change and 
and shift between the male female sort of were, roles. Were the were, uh, females play male roles? Yes. Or were the male people yeah. cast in this? Uh, there were male. All... There were males cast oh, in so this. Oh, so it wasn't so there just was a, an old there was a, there female was a, cast. There, there, generally, it was ma- mainly females. There was okay, a certain oh, yeah. amount of men in it, but it was to to enhance those scenes where the interactions were happening. To have the people on stage just filling the gaps to spread out on stage. I think that was where directing was key with this because it worked really well and it was that quick because there was no scene changes you didn't see any people really didn't leave stage much and when they weren't doing something they were sat on the sides of stage engaging with what was happening in the on the floor but they were also getting ready for the next scene so if they needed a prop or something they were getting hold of it by the side of them without you realizing because there was things happening in front of you so Mm. it was all it was almost done in that box at all times so there was little things like we've seen in other productions where there was drawers in the in the actual staging so there was things hidden that were all within that realm so even if it was a, a briefcase or a bag or a, a banner or everything was there it was all part of you could see it that it was being used so yeah and it was all reinforced by the the projections at the back i suppose one of the things i think was directed really well was the relationship between the core members of say the the movement so you'd got emmeline pankhurst and sylvia you could see the shift in responsibility or the the change in how the struggle and the power struggle between two family members and how that changed throughout the production you you felt it you you could see it happen and you could see the what happened and what must have happened within that that time period because it, i think it showed it really well which is very difficult to do that and i think that that hurt that helped and transition wise throughout the production i think it moved really slickly and there was never really a blackout or a a scene change to be seen it was just full-on action and i think that made it almost mesmerizing a little bit moving on to our next segment as we say we're here Here for for the the drama. drama so would you like to talk to me about the acting and the actors doing the acting (laughs) (laughs) and we say yeah, you know, was there a standout performance, or met many, or was there a particular moment which you thought was um, deserving of uh, an award or? Well, I think it's very easy to think that because there's a name to a production that they're always going to be the one that's the standout performance. And I'll be honest, Beverly Knight is is phenomenal in this production because it is stripped away it is it's not because obviously Beverly Knight's just done Sister Act on the West End and she's gone from she's gone from Sister Act and Drifter Girl and all those big productions that are very in a a specific time period Sister Act now that's on tour with Leslie Joseph she's not in it now she's somebody else that's doing it now Um, yeah that's what I've said who's in it now I don't know don't know the name but yeah, so so she's gone from very happy joyous productions oh with Michelle Gale could be I don't know. I thought she was doing bodyguard. Oh yeah, that's right. But she's she's gone from those productions now to to being in Sylvia, which I think it's a labour of love. You can tell because you can tell that she's really engaged in it. And one of my other sort of pick out performances is uh, I've got a few really. I mean, they're all they're all really really strong in how they perform. Is okay, so I mean, standout performance from Beverly Knight and also Sharon Rose who played Sylvia Pankhurst. I mean, phenomenal performer because she was she was great and also mrs flora the general i mean for me kelly agbaru um and verity blythe i mean there was there was some really great moments where there was so much strength in their performance that the general character was almost like the little bit of lyrical and fun within the production where she 
sort of interact with the audience in a nod and wink way where she was being authoritative but telling people off and and it was like you sort of nan telling you off and you felt like oh it made you jump up a little bit and it was just really clever that she made the audience laugh and 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 just at those moments where it was maybe getting serious, she just she just creates things that in the in the piece that would just just make you focus a little bit more. And also Verity Blythe, she played very much a staunch mother of Churchill. She was a pro. She had basically she played a typical Jamaican woman as the mother of Churchill. And I never <laughs> thought I'd ever say that, but it was so funny because she came out with all the things where she was almost like with a young Churchill on stage, you'd got her cutting him down when he's having his male chauvinistic comments or talking about things in such a way that mm. was like to demean women. And, and there was, there was just sometimes she was so cutting, but so funny with some of the stuff she did. And it was, yeah. uh, it was just really clever. And she had songs that were, would elevate that. And I think that was, that was funny as well. So, so yeah, they must stand out. I mean, to be honest, the whole cast, I, I, I don't want to discredit anybody because they were all amazing and all on the game and all performing really strongly as a as a sort of company. And I think this is key with this production. You can't have prima donnas in this production. It's got to be a company of performers to, to create this. It almost harks back to like your street theatre and the performances where everybody's on stage taking the parts and putting a hat on to be another character, grabbing something off somebody else, wearing a scarf, and then becoming a completely different character. And I think that was that was key. And it was very... There was a lot of moments where it changed from one scene to the next, and there was no transitions apart from changing an item of clothing and then becoming another character. And I think that worked really well. Moving on to our next segment, as we say... What the, the tech, tech is this? So technical-wise, technical I think the it was stuck in the black and white vision and the projections were done in such a way that they gave place names in big bold characters big bold letters or they depicted sort of timelines or imagery that just moved the piece along so you knew where it was placed and and i think that was really usefully done and things like banners were put up and the votes for women things, the things that you associate, newspaper articles. It felt almost like this was in a, a newspaper. I think this was the whole sort of view of it. it was almost very, very well put together in that way that all the projections, all the technical aspects, the lighting and the sound and the music and everything all felt right. And now it's time for... Rewind Rewatch. Rewind Rewatch, Richard. What segment would it be? It'll be the March Women March section before the end of the first half because that was phenomenal. It just had so much power and you felt it from the cast on the, out into the audience. Okay, I'll look out for that one if I mm. get, to, get to see that one. Moving on to our final segment as we say... Call this a show! Okay, so Sylvia seems like a really interesting piece and I can't wait for it to tour to see it myself. So would you like to sum up for our listening viewers as to uh, an overview of what you felt about the play and what you thought. Yeah, um, I thought it was a well-put-together musical and one that would stand the test of time and also something you could easily watch again and enjoy and and also a piece that felt 
very strong in its performance and also something you're educated by because I think people are very big on remembering the headlines but you don't actually necessarily know what went off in the background or some of the struggles that went off or some of the things that actually changed history that are not always sung about it's always literally sung about but it's not always those things that people remember and I think you know behind the scenes there's a lot more happening than people actually realize which opens your eyes to things and I think that's that's where this piece was placed. And I suppose that's why people Google. Yes. Just to check, see what's fact and fiction. Yeah, definitely. So I totally would go and see it again. A scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being a victory for all and 1 being pushed back at the picket lines. What are you going to give it? This deserves a very big 10 out of 10 with the commitment from the people and the performers and the stage staging. It's just, it was great. So what sound effect will you be choosing from the following? A complete train wreck? Tumbleweed, an audible shrug of the shoulders, uh-huh. a slow clap, a pleasant applause, or a standing ovation. What will it be? And it can only be a standing ovation because it got one and everybody in the audience was on their feet. So there we are. That's our discussion of Sylvia. We hope you found it insightful. If not, entertaining. Coming up, we will be continuing Richard's solo trip to the West End with... My Sons Are Queer. And stay tuned as we bring you more of our thoughts... And opinions... ...on many theatrical delights in future episodes. If you'd like to get in touch, email us at upstagedownstagepod at gmail.com. You can always join in the chat to share with us your views of a production. Also, make sure to follow, share, like and subscribe to all our channels so you get every episode the second it's released. And we hope you join us again for another instalment of Upstage Downstage. Downstage.